Hello. Getting my camera set. Sorry, I'm like racing like crazy. No worries. No worries. Thanks for being <laughs> flexible with me. Of course. Of course. Wednesday is our my crazy day. We um have a bunch of streams and we usually just schedule interviews every 30 minutes from like one to like seven, just while mm. everything's set up. I do them all in one day. So sometimes it just gets really crazy. We're finishing the record today. So we're running late doing that. But I think I'm, I think I'm set <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I was looking at your website and I saw you guys were rocking it on the, the streaming streaming world. So you've adapted. We had to. You know, we lost so much this year. We lost a 14 country five month long tour. Um, so it's it was difficult and we had to figure out it couldn't just stop. Um, so it was tricky in the beginning trying to figure out what to do and just how to move forward and and then it kind of just fell into place where it was like every Wednesday, I guess I'm doing concerts from home. <laughs> very so, cool, very cool. Yeah. <laughs> now, you you just said you were doing 14, you said 14 country or city? What did you say? Country, almost 100 cities, 14 countries. Wow. So wow. it was a big loss. Well, it's don't think of it as a loss. Think of it as a, a delay. Yes. Right? Because I'm, you can, I, I, I mean, I don't know how it all works and stuff, but I presume that you can do them later, um, you know, um, hopefully. <laughs> We're waiting to see on this year, uh, which it's not looking promising, to be honest with you. But, um, you know, you just got to do what you can. And so much good came out of staying home, like the streaming. And I mean, to be named a top 40 live streamer of the year like on the internet was so crazy to me that I can sit in my living room and like yeah. <laughs> accomplish that so for me like a lot of blessings came too you know yeah and it also gives you um an extra an extra way to reach your audience going forward and you'll still have this method yeah, it's true. To, to do, you know, if you want to do more. So I, don't, I think it's, I think it's, it's, cre it's, it's created problems, but it's also created opportunity. I I, I'm sure Zoom got rich. I know. I know. <laughs> <You> <laughs> know. So much of my life, I forgot how to use it because I hadn't used it in so long. And then every interview was being done on Zoom. So I had to like re-download it and figure out how to use it again. But you're right. A lot of really cool stuff has come out of this time. So try to I, positive. Yeah. I, I mean, what else can we do? You know, I haven't even introduced you yet. Okay. <laughs> we just like, you know, I haven't seen you for a while. How are you? We just start talking, you know? <laughs> um, so I, I, I always, it always ends up that somewhere later is where I introduce folks. The city of New York, Boricua from the Bronx. <laughs> do you know how I came across you? How I came I across you. I do. What you were doing, wasn't it a radio show years ago? Alicia Stern yes. was doing, was doing, um, was doing, uh, playing songs. And I heard your song, This Much Fun, right? And I was like, what the hell is that? It's countryish, but it's not countryish. And I just completely fell in love with it. It's still on my iPod. That's how I first came across your music. Yeah, through that through that oh, show. Cool. I remember that. So I am speaking with Jessica Lynn. Tell us about yourself. 
So I'm a country music, uh, country crossover singer songwriter, even though I'm labeled as country, my music has so much blues and rock and soul and pop in it. And I attribute that to being a New Yorker, um, an Italian New Yorker. I'm not the traditional country music artist and I don't make the traditional country music. Uh, I, my career started back in 2014 when a television special that we self-produced went nationwide on public television on PBS. And ever since then, we've been touring around the world. I've gotten to play with some incredible people like Loretta Lynn, Richard Marks, ZZ Top, Brad Paisley. Um, and it's, it's really been a whirlwind. Um, since then, I've done three full-length television specials for PBS that have also been picked up by Amazon Prime video and um it's it's really just been an incredible exciting journey how did you get into country music coming from new york i'm from new york and there was a time in my life where i said i like everything but country now <laughs> that has since changed i mean liking country music is one thing but to say i'm from new york and i'm gonna you know i'm gonna go and be a country music artist i'm a big believer that life kind of guides you where you're supposed to go without conscious decisions a lot of the time and i was always playing rock and roll music i grew up since i was 13 years old playing in a rock and roll band we were playing all over manhattan when i was a little kid um oh. right we were very no doubt like and but oh. i always loved country music because my dad loved it so we always had it on in the house like i remember going for long car rides and having George Strait on or Glenn Campbell or Phil Vassar. And uh, I just really connected with it, especially as a songwriter, um, the way country music told a story. And I country music kind of picked me um, when wow. I was about 19 and I was in college, um, I met who's now my husband. And out of nowhere, I just, something about meeting him and the way I felt made me write an album's worth of country music, which wound up becoming wow. the first television special. Um, and that's honestly how, I mean, my heart just started coming out country and organic. Um, just, yeah, it just felt right. There was never a decision like, oh, I'm going to do this or because trust me, being from New York, I probably never would have picked to do country music <laughs> just because there, we didn't even have a country radio station. You know, it would have been like the oddest choice ever. Um, but I just always loved it and I always admired it. And when I started doing it naturally, that's when I just knew this is what I'm meant to do. You've done it with some pretty... Uh well-known folks you know you're you're probably of, of all my artist friends the one who has done the most touring for sure you guys were in europe i remember i mean i was following and i wasn't there <laughs> how was that amazing we've spent every summer in europe um or at least half a summer since 2016 so uh, it was very weird this past year not going, um, right, but right. They, they just appreciate live music so much there. It's really amazing to, to see. How, how do you get known to the folks over there? And how do they, you know, like, how does that happen uh, coming from New York again? And not, not, not even New York, just the U.S. How do they become exposed and how do you gain that traction overseas and the in internet. Um, in 2016, I got a cold email that we thought was spam 
actually, that wow. asked me to come headline a festival in France. And we wow. thought it again was like a, a spammy. Yeah. Send us your social. Exactly. <laughs> and then we researched for like, wait a second, this is a legitimate production company. Fast forward, we go to France just on like a whim um, for one festival and a bunch of TV and radio the week leading up to it. And out of that um, headline, 13,000 people or so. Um, and then out of that, there were all buyers there that um, had seen me. And then that one show turned into two months overseas the next summer, just from offers that came in. Wow. That's, that's amazing. That is amazing. Yeah, isn't it's it, kind of it, day, I guess. <laughs> isn't it crazy that, imagine if you would have just ignored it thinking it was spam. <laughs> you I know, know? it changed my whole life. Wow. My life. We're set to go for three, three whole months um, this year. So it's, ama it's amazing looking back, like how excited I was getting off the plane. I remember it so well. I was actually really sick. I had a terrible sinus infection and a really high fever that developed on the plane. Like I didn't get on the plane today. Oh, I woke wow. up the next morning when we landed. I remember just feeling really not right. I was burning up and I had to do all TV and radio like that and just pretend oh I was God. fine. And, um, oh man, I've, I've been used to singing sick for so many, you just got to go. You can't cancel. Well, at that point. Yeah. You know, you know what guys, I know I flew all the way to Europe. <laughs> not feeling it. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to. Yeah. No, no. You, you, you could, you could get shot and still. <laughs> what's, what's, what's that? I remember like, you know, when your fever is so high, you're like disoriented, like that's how it is. Um, but thank yeah. God it was okay. Like my voice was a little bit stronger after the six days for the, um, the festival on the weekend. Thank God. Wow. That's, that's wild. It's, it's, isn't it crazy also how that happens when like, it's the most inopportune time, you know, know, these things, these things happen, but you just, I, I mean, it, it doesn't kill you. It makes you stronger, right? And so true. Yeah. It really did. And it prepped me. I mean, ever since then, we've toured so much. We were touring before that, too. My first big one was 2014. But, I mean, I've toured under every circumstance. Sick, throwing up, fever, oh. sinus infection, terrible cold. I did um, the last year's run in the UK. We had 12 shows in 13 days. And I did six in a row, like super sick. I mean, high fever, barely any voice. I have no idea how I made it through, but I just did. I guess over the years, you just learn. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to say autopilot, but you you, you shift into that. It's got to get done. You know, yeah. it's, it's got to it. get done. It's not like yeah. I can call out and be like, someone else come sing for Jessica. Yeah. <laughs> it no, doesn't no. work that way. <laughs> it's, not, it's not an option. <laughs> <I know. laughs> That's not where you want to be replaced. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't think Steve can pull it off. No, <laughs> I can't keep it in the shorts. <laughs> you know, yeah, well, I'm not, I'm not going to say I wouldn't like to see that, but I don't. <laughs> Maybe one day. <laughs> yeah, I only had to cancel one of those shows, the very last one. I did five in a row, like extremely sick. And then the last one I just couldn't. I literally had no, no voice, like at all. Okay. 
Well, you, that's the I'm only just... show I've ever canceled due to illness, actually. Every other one. And really, I tried, but I just, I could, you know, when just air comes out, like you just have no, <laughs> no. Much fun. Yeah. Much fun. Exactly. <laughs> I just couldn't, I just couldn't do it. I mean, one would argue that you probably should have rested the whole time. But again, this isn't one of those things that you can put off. No, and there were so it's many. Just, we were all overseas, and I'm just going to have the band sit in a hotel room and well, the ticket hole. I mean, it's it was too big of an undertaking to do that with. Yeah. yeah. How many people are in your band currently? Seven. Seven, seven folks. I can't imagine how that how planning for the flight and everything must be for in terms of equipment. It takes us about six months putting a tour like that together. Wow. So that that must have been really disappointing when things kind of went went to crap with COVID. Because if yeah. it fell apart, then that means you had already put the work in. Yeah, we did. We um, that tour what, took us almost a year. Wow. We started our first date was supposed to be end of May, and we got our first date for that tour the May prior. Wow. Yeah, that's a bummer. But yeah. you know. Again, you know, try to focus on the positive. You know, you, you're doing your streaming. You're top streamer. Dude, I've been trying to do internet stuff for like years and years, and I've not top anything, right? Okay. <laughs> you, know, you know, so, you know, oh, you're definitely doing something right. <laughs> Social media is a full-time job, and you have to love it too. You know, it's not like the amount of time that it takes to grow a fan base on the internet you have to really truly enjoy it because it's a lot of time. I mean, sometimes in bed at night, I'll lay there for three hours and answer comments. Um, oh. So you, you have to really love what you're doing to put that amount of effort in. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're gonna get what you put in. This is your your full time thing, right? You're you're a full time musician, right? Like this is this is it, you know? Yeah. It's more yeah. than a full time job. <laughs> Usually, my day like my day today is. I would say twelve hour work day, and that's like usually pretty the norm. I, I think I heard a quote once that someone said, behind every overnight success, there's twelve years of hard work. It's true. <laughs> it is I, so true. There even been rumors about me. Uh, <laughs> people don't know how hard it it is. I mean, if it was easy, everybody would do it. Um, but yeah, there have been rumors that I have ghost writers writing all my stuff, that I have a millionaire family that's paid my way into all the festivals and everything. I wish. Those would have to be like true haters for that. I know. But you know, you know what? If you have haters, you're doing something right because nobody hates on anybody that's not doing anything. <laughs> well, true. True. <laughs> Uh, but it's, yeah. I mean, it's hard work. I'm, I turned 31 this year and I've been lugging equipment, you know, and grinding since 13 years old. I, I always give folks credit because I, I know that there's work being done. I do recall you mentioning being ill during, on one of your tours. I do recall that, but I didn't know that you were still pushing through and you were still grinding and getting out there and still performing while sick. What you put in is what you get out. 
It's true with consistency. I, I've taught a bunch of like little social media, like masterclass type of things and things like that. And one of my biggest tips is consistency. If you look at my pages, I have a formula. I know what times I should post. I post the same times every day that I know work for me. You cannot miss a day. If I'm like right. so busy, sometimes I'll schedule my posts a week out just to make sure that I am consistent and they still get up because once you miss, you just start to slip and slip. And um, it's like working out, you know, unless you do it every day and you really put a lot of effort in, you're not going to see results. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I, I can attest to that one. <laughs> COVID has not been good to me there for sure. <laughs> me too. I put on a few pounds too, but you know what? Like for me, like you also have to enjoy yourself and sometimes take like a little break just to not be so stressed about everything. Like for me being on the road, there's so much pressure you know, you're always being photo photographed and videoed and you got to be on stage and you got to make sure you fit into your outfits and all this and that. And that I don't have that pressure right now. I'm like, let me just enjoy it. If I want to eat pizza, like I'm going to eat pizza, you know, like I'm not going to be able to ever do this again. So um, sometimes you got to just enjoy it. Yeah, I, I one would argue I've enjoyed it. Maybe it's had too much. <laughs> See, there's always, I feel you. You're not alone in that. Trust me. My clothes still fit. That's good. <laughs> yeah, mine barely. You know, I put on my work pants, and that button is like, like it looks like it's about to pop. I mean, even me, like I'll look at myself and be like, "Oh my god, I look so big in that picture!" And people are like, "What are you talking about?" You know, like I think it's just human nature to be hard on yourself. Yeah, the voices in our head, right? Or the most abusive. Yeah. So true. yeah. I had a six pack at one point and then I was focusing on the little bit of fat in my lower, like, like in the separation between my back and my butt. You get so focused on something that sometimes you lose sight of the reality. I look back at those pictures now and I'm like, what I'd give, I appreciate it so much right now. I know. <laughs> the same thing. Like, oh, I, I wish I was like I was. Yeah. <laughs> I would so appreciate the hell out of that fat man in that picture. So you're in the studio today? What am I looking at? What's behind you? This is yeah, home or? This is my living room. Um, okay. And we have a home studio. So that's where we've oh. been recording the record. And we're just about wrapping it up. Like literally the tiniest little tweaks. Uh, we're at the point now where it's done, but we're living with it. So every day we listen through just for any, because your ears change. You know, when you're so close to something, like I was saying, Sometimes maybe I was focusing so much on the mix of the drums on this track that I didn't really hear that maybe the background vocals needed to come down a little bit. So mm. we're listening for about a week straight, just through every day to make sure we're totally happy. And then it's going to go off to get mastered and manufactured. And then we're done. It's like almost a year in the making at this point. So very exciting. And this is you guys the band when you say we is it the band or do you yeah. you, you I guys just for everything they've been with me for a very long time and i think that they're a big part of what makes my sound and my music so special so for me i don't use studio musicians i like to use my live my band well, well, of course of course and you also involve everybody's involved with when you say we're listening to it going through it it's you guys as well your, your band kind of listening and just making sure everything's 
and you're kind of collaborating like hey this is too loud or this is too low or um they're not really involved in the mixing part but definitely in the whole process like i keep them involved in like sending them tracks that are done and things like that and um hey what do you think about this order they even though i'm a solo artist they i mean they've been with me since 2012 so they are a very big part of what I do and I value their opinion and their expertise and their talent. And I like to involve them as much as I can. Yeah. Plus you have family in your band, right? Exactly. <laughs> Which is, you have several <laughs> family members, actually. <laughs> I, I forgot you married one of them too. So. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of your parents, but I'm like, wait a minute, there's another one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah. It's a very rare thing that we have for bands to be together for that long. I mean, it's a rare band stay together for a year. And here we yeah. are since 2012. So it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And and I mean, you guys are you're thriving despite the the current climate. So, you know, um, that's I'm the type of person that fights back. You know, I, I'm not one to lay down and just like get beat up. Um, I'm very motivated and very dedicated to what I do. And I love what I do. And for me, the thought of just stopping everything was like more hurtful than what I was already feeling. So um, I just mm-hmm. figured, you know, I, like, let's give this a go. We upgraded our cameras, our lights, everything. As soon as we knew, like, we're not going on the road, we need to do something to stay afloat. We moved immediately and started streaming. At one point I was doing almost six live streams a week. And um, it, it, it was the right move, so it's nice to see it pay off. Yeah, yeah, well, it's definitely adapting. I, in fitness, people have done that, and I tried it. I tried to teach Zumba online, and I just, I couldn't, I couldn't. Why? I just couldn't, I couldn't get on board. I, I need the people there. I need the feedback. I need the, you know, so I did like, and, and maybe that's where I faltered, right? Because I did like one or two classes and I had like one person show up. Then the next class, no person showed up. Then the next class, two people showed up. So I gave up on the consistency of it, right? I, first of all, I wasn't enjoying it. So for me, I was trying to teach, but I just wasn't having fun because mm-hmm. I, the reason I do it is it's, it's, it's like a form of therapy for me, you know? Um, yeah. And um, it helps me overcome. I'm very shy and timid. It helps me with all these things. So, but I need the people. So I need the feedback. When I go, ooh, ooh, I want to hear your ooh, ooh back, you know? And I wasn't getting that. So it was me in a room, ooh, ooh, hey, <laughs> you know, doing what I'm doing. And, and you know, <laughs> it just, believe me that goes away like and for me imagine after every song dead silence you know it's, <laughs> right, right. it's very weird um but then you get used to it and you you learn to appreciate it in a different way like for me even though you don't get that instant gratification mm. you know reading the comments after seeing stuff come in as you're going and you're also getting to spend time with your fans and your people in a way that you never would have when I'm in a, on a big stage or I don't get to talk to you right. like it's like oh hey you know John nice to see you you don't get to do that so you learn to appreciate it for what it is it's a different thing if you go in with the mentality that it's going to be the same experience you're going to be sorely disappointed 
um, right. you have to find. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you can't let it discourage you. Believe me, I was so nervous in the beginning. It felt so weird to me not saying thank you after the songs or that you, you learn to navigate it and you learn to adjust because it's a different thing. You cannot expect it to be the same. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I would start, I really would give it another go because I'm telling you, like, you don't realize the impact you can have too. If you can get over that initial hump of learning that it's something different. Like for me, I can't tell you the amount of messages I get of people saying like, you really helped me through this lockdown, getting to hang out with you, see your show every week. It made me feel like I wasn't alone. Like you're sitting there in my living room with me, you know? And yeah you know, that's like the most special thing. Like that's more gratifying than any applause or big stage. Um, and you could have that same type of impact on people. And believe me, when I first started, I wasn't having 500 people in the stream at a time. You know, it's, you, you grow it, you, everybody and everything has got to start somewhere and you don't get anywhere unless you stick with it. Yeah. Yeah, that that's that's well, maybe I'll revisit it because I do I do kind of regret that not not having stuck with it, you know. Oh my gosh, I gotta go. I'm supposed to be on Instagram right now. I probably have a ton of messages. Okay. Oh, you I better get, get get on there. It's been wonderful talking to you. Thank you for taking the time, and Thanks I look for forward having... for you guys to getting on the road again and getting out there and doing your thing. Thank you so much. All okay, right. I'll talk to you soon. All right, you take care. Bye. Bye. You are listening to the NYC Talking Podcast, www.nyctalking.com. Please like NYC Talking on Facebook. Please follow Angel R. Talk on Twitter and Instagram. We are NYC Talking, the realest lifestyle blog ever. Thanks for listening.